Sigh of the Storm is brought to you by Revelton Distilling Company. You can visit them in Osceola, Iowa or on the web at www.reveltondistillery.com. We'll see. Okay, so I mean, we're gonna start this podcast off. So our question, and this is side of the storm, and um, you know, y'all see that you know we're gonna kick it off a little different. Y'all see, I got a little person behind me. Um, so the question for this for the for the people out there is, is it is it daddy daycare if it's your own kids? But so the <laughs> question that I call it daddy daycare because my wife is out of town tonight, so I was I didn't want to cancel on us, but my wife out of town for work. She had an overnight. She had to do down in Tucson. So is it called daddy daycare if it's your own kids? Nah, what do you, no? That's your responsibility. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's you. That's you. I feel like I got daddy daycare, man. Like man. no, but they uh they cool as long as I don't go too long. Um, uh, they're like, Daddy, last time you did it, I had a headache and you couldn't give me no medicine, <laughs> no, and, and I couldn't bother you, and I was hurting. I'm like, all right, buddy. I was like, I'll do it earlier today. Cause mom's not home, you know, and they out there and my door is closed. I don't know what they up to. You know, I fed them tacos. We had taco Wednesday, uh, cause we didn't make it last night, but you know, it's, you know, I got, I gotta, I gotta take care of the responsibility today. So, you know, everybody welcome to side of storm. George Trice here, uh, Brent Curvey, Marcus Pfizer. Um, you know, I go in alphabetical order when I can, uh, how y'all doing today? <laughs> I'm on, I'm on one tonight, man. I'm on one. Living the dream. good, absolutely, absolutely. Sure. If it's, it's it, I don't know how it is out out in the Midwest would would be at, but we got good weather out here. Man, hey, man. Look, like for real, it's been in the forties. Wow. So like, you would no heard somebody else from the Midwest right say that. Hey, <laughs> we super good, right? I now. heard somebody Those else from the Midwest say like, that. Like we straight. <laughs> it was like sixty one the other day or something. Like, my son came out in shorts. I was like, I guess we. We chilling this week. Man. So Groundhog ain't see his shadow. Let's go. Man, let's, get let's get this out the way. Oh, he didn't? I don't I don't know. I'm just saying uh, 61 degrees. You I know, never know any short. of that stuff. For real. I don't know. I, I don't pay attention. That's the day after my birthday. I don't be paying attention to that groundhog. <laughs> uh, hold on one second. Man, is that is that thing called casting a shadow? Man, I'm gonna have to get some tips from you, Pfizer. Shit. I'm gonna I'm doing no no meat February, man. So I'm cutting nope. meat completely out the old diet. But okay. it's more, trying to test it out and see where how, it's at. But I how have you gonna, no idea. How you going to do it at work then? I mean, your business, like. Hey, it's all about fighting <laughs> temptation, man. I'm in here every day, too. I can eat, like, I can eat the eggs. I can do all the other stuff. But uh-huh. I got, like, a, honestly, my favorite one is I make, like, a spinach mozzarella mushroom kolache. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, I'll definitely smash one of them, you know, one or two a day. <laughs> well, well, with me, all, all I do is just, you know, I just try to replace it, whatever kind of vegetable or whatever it is. Like, you know, if, if you're getting like chicken and rice or whatever, I just get extra rice. So if, like, if I, if I get a burrito, you know, mm-hmm. like if, if, if it was supposed to be like a steak burrito or whatever, I just ask for extra rice and extra pico or whatever and just yeah. go with that. Not whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out, man. I'm like, I, I've been working out too. So I'm like, man, uh-huh. I'm tired all the time. I got to uh-huh. figure this protein out. It's like, it's some protein and some beans and all of that stuff. I protein, just beans, um, things like Brussels sprouts. We eat a lot of Brussels sprouts, um, broccoli, stuff like that. I mean, you got to understand, like, 
the protein that you think you get from animals or that you get from animals, those animals actually get the proteins from the greens. The grass. So yeah. you're right. So like that's the middleman is it's like, you know, half mm -hmm. of the protein that you should begin. If you just go directly to the source, yeah. I mean, it so, is what it is. So with the plant protein, do you have a plant protein that you take, a supplement that you take? Or nah, you I, I don't. Great uh, whole food. I, yeah. I, I, I pretty much eat whole foods. Like, you know, I, you know, eating not eating bad but I, i've always had like a, a case of high blood pressure since i was in high school for whatever reason um so like a lot of plant-based stuff that they make burgers and things like that have a lot of sodium in it so mm -hmm. i can't can't really get, get with that sodium a lot so what i just try to do i just try to get a lot of whole foods fruits and things like that i there's different foods that i you know that i love restaurants places and stuff like that you know scared to get up there to be place because i don't feel like i'm i'm gonna like it too much yeah. so uh, the piece of pit stuff like that the wings and stuff so i've never been like a real real food craver so for me i've always been the person that eats because of the fuel that i need so for a game or whatever just in the day so i can go like a long time without eating but when it is the time that i eat i just try to fill up on you know, a lot of salads and things like that. I try to get a lot of greens in me before I eat anything else. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's challenging. It's extremely challenging. Um, first off, it is hard. But like I said, I, I'm not, you know, I, I feel like animals or whatever was put here on this earth for, you know, you do you have a food, food chain? You know, I don't, I'm like, I'm not to save the, all of the animals on the planet and don't kill them because, you know, the food chain is if, they were put here for humans to hunt and to have food and consumption, then I believe that you, if you go fall off a boat in the, in the ocean and a shark out there, he ain't going to say, well, no, nah, I'm not going to, you know, that's just the evolution oh, yeah. of the food chain. Yeah. Um, like I said, when I'm back home with my dad and he had venison and wild boar and stuff like that in the, in the freezer, that's a little different. I would eat that because it's a cleaner food, but a lot of the processed meats and stuff like that, I've been trying to stay away from a long time. So, that's, that's the, the basis of what I do. Just try to fill up on a lot of greens before I eat something else. See, I I, uh, I know when I go like to Brazilian steakhouses, like Fogo de Chile and stuff like that, mm -hmm. stay Brazil, I stay away from that middle salad bar. That salad bar huge. I stay away from that because I don't want to fill up on the salad. I want to yeah. get the meat sweat. get all that meat. Huh? Yeah. I know, I got to get the meat sweat. <laughs> so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to change up on that because, you know, like, Brent, I've been back in the gym again. COVID took it out of me. I used to be up at five o'clock in the morning at the, at the YMCA by 5.15, get my 45 to an hour workout in, go home, start my day. Everything was good. And be, ever since COVID, I don't want to get out that bed, man. And it's like, I'm getting up later and later, like six o'clock, you know, 6.15, like six, six 30. I'm like, man, I got to get out the bed. And so mm -hmm. I'm trying to get my body back into what I was doing pre-COVID. And it's been harder because my breathing's still not right. Honestly, I got COVID in 2020, November of 2020, and my breathing still ain't right. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just, you know, I, I try to I try to get back in there because I got to. Me and the wife is like, I turned 40, 43 on uh, last Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I got, my, I got my weight sitting up here in my in my office. I'm 272.3. I <laughs> said point, point three. <laughs> point three. Man, I that was, point. It matter. <laughs> I, was, I was that on my on uh, January 31st. Right now I'm at 270.4. So uh, I've lost two pounds already by going back to the gym already, mm -hmm. like not eating them, like curbing them cravings. Cause I got right. a lot of snacks in the house cause I got young kids and it's curbing those cravings and replacing those with the better stuff. 
Well, one of the things that I do, I, I do do intermittent fasting. Uh, you know, and and that's really if somebody tell you that's not tough, it it is tough. It's tough, especially when you first start doing it. It's really really tough. But you know, my window is is typically about nine thirty or ten o'clock in the morning to seven at night, and I try my best. I, I mean, that's my window. Not all the time. I don't right. Not all the time. I don't follow it because I I try not to not go to sleep without getting some. But if it if I pass that seven o'clock window then I try to make whatever I'm going to eat be as healthy as possible. You know, something, a, a green salad or something like that. Because if I eat the wrong thing, man, when I wake up in the morning, my head is just banging at, right. at three or four o'clock in the morning. So if you can get into the intermittent fasting and then if you, they say in that window, you can eat whatever you want to eat. Yeah. I still try to take in that window to eat as best as I can. And when you eating the right foods or proper foods, it's going to give you the fuel that you need and you're not gonna be that hungry. Like when it comes down to my closing window, going into the fast, sometimes I gotta force myself to eat. And and sometimes I'd be like, well, I'm gonna cool or whatever. Man, about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, boredom hunger pains wake me yeah. up. And I, and I, you know, then I, I get up and down some water or whatever and just, you know, watch TV for a little bit and end up falling back to sleep. But when I get up at uh, 5.30 in the morning, like getting the kids ready and stuff for school, man. I'm watching that clock for nine o'clock, boy. Watching it hard. So yeah. then, then I go and get me a workout in, uh, a little quick workout in before I get ready to take them to school. Get my protein shake. I always try to break my fast with with some kind of fruit or some kind of greens, you know, because that's that's the word breakfast breaking breaking the fast. And so something like that, some some greens or fruit, and then the rest of my day is fine. But Man, if I fall off that if I fall off that wagon that day or whatever, I can tell immediately it's gonna be a long night. See, I, I thought I was doing good because my my uh, intermittent fasting starts at 10 p.m. and it goes to 7 a.m. when I wake up. So when I'm sleeping, I'm not eating. So that's what I look at as my intermittent. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I was like, that's a little backwards. Right. Hey, yeah, you know, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't eat, I didn't. I didn't eat nothing from ten to seven. I, you know. <laughs> Nah, but I've heard I've heard good things about that, and I had a, a guy that did that at work, and he would do the um, like he sipped bone broth most of the day. That was his uh, like throughout the day he was drinking like bone broth because that was okay to drink that as a like kind of a supplement type thing. But what during on the outside of his window? Yeah, no, no, during during his window, during his during his fast or during yeah. his eating time, during his fast. So as a liquid, he would do water and, and bone broth. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I, that's what he was doing. I don't there's know. A lot, there's a lot of vitamins and or nutrients and whatnot in the bone broth. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm wondering why he, he's doing his like fasting window while he's like awake. Like do, do your eating during the day and then just start your fasting at night before you, I mean, it's easier. You, it is easier to be, to be sleep. Yeah. while part of that you know fasting time if you have your fast if you don't start your fast at like 12 or three o'clock and then you end it at like six or maybe that's a that's a long fast and some people do yeah. it some people yeah. like have like just a four hour window yeah. i ain't at the level right now you should have checked on me when i was in my 20s in my 40s <laughs> it ain't about to happen <laughs> nah, nah. nah i do i i go 18 six i kind of 18, yeah. between 18 six and 16 eight yeah. so it'll just depend i go from i eat it from 10 to 6, or I'll move it to 12 to 6, kind of depending yeah. on really my day. 
I got an app. It's called it's called Simple, and yeah. you know I, I it yeah. got reminders of when to drink and stuff and, yeah. and all that stuff. So it's pretty good. No doubt. Well, hey, I got the West Virginia game on in the back, but we're gonna take a break real quick and we're gonna play. Um, we're gonna we're gonna support our sponsor, Revelton. So we're doing something a little bit differently. I'm gonna you know start to 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 show our our uh, our uh, sponsor some love. So we're gonna do a little different. So I'm gonna play uh, their ad for there. So hey, thanks to Revelton for supporting us. And hey, take this ad break and listen to Revelton. Yes, at Revelton Distilling Company, everyone has become a part of the Revelton family. From the Taylors and their daughter who helped perfect their award-winning gins, to the team who installed Lucy, our 33-foot-tall custom-made still, right down to the local farms that provide our coveted corn, and even the cows on those farms who consume our mash byproduct. Want to see the farm to flask come to life? Now you can tour Lucy and find out where we take Iowa's harvest and transform it into our finest spirits. Choose between a 45-minute tour or find out even more by scheduling a VIP behind-the-scenes tour to get the taste of the full Revelton experience. You can visit them at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or find all of Revelton's award-winning spirits at any local grocery or spirits retailer. That's what's up. So Revelton, I'm actually going to be in town. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down there and meet those cats on the 23rd. Brent, I don't know what you're doing. It's a third, I think it's Thursday night, the 23rd. Uh, me and Got shit nothing. down there. I'm here. Okay. So we're going to go down there, have a beverage down there. I think, uh, I actually think one of our our, our sister, our sister uh, broadcast, Hot Mess Happy Hour record that night. So we can actually be, uh, possibly be guests on their show. Where's that at? Where's it going to be at? We're going to go down uh, to Revelton. We're going down. Also. Oh, in Revelton. Oh, yeah. okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're going to go down there. We're going to meet ship down there when I get in. We're going to do that. Um, cause I gotta get some bottles anyway. Cause right now I'm th- I'm drinking Templeton. I'm drinking a four year Templeton. Cause I'm, I mean, I want to support Iowa. You know, yeah. I'm Revelton yet. I can't buy it in the stores here yet. So um, what's, up, what's up with the the, the tons names? Is that, I, does that I got anything? Yeah, Revelton, the Templeton. No, I don't know. That's crazy. Oh no. Um, but yeah, we thank them. When we'll get to our brown dogs farms here later. But I want to start off really by um, you know, calling out uh, big play. So big play. I heard a rumor. I saw a rumor. And saw it. Saw it. Saw, saw it. Saw it. But let's <laughs> yeah. let's talk about it. Lock in. Yeah. Let's, let's let's talk about it. So you know, tell tell us some news that you got there because this goes back into the uh, the legacy discussion that uh, Marcus talked about one time before. So tell us the news you got to share uh, about you and your fam. Well, my son got a uh, he picked up an offer from Kansas State. So. I don't really mess with yes, purple. Sir. However, congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know, I know people are like, oh man, I was I think somebody even commented, like, yeah, purple, the color purple looks disgusting. Like crawled in the red is where it's at. So like I get it. Uh yeah. but you know, like I always say, man, it's good to have leverage, especially in this recruiting game. So exactly. Like the more the merrier. You know what I'm That's saying? You want more people on and um piece of advice I gave him was, you know, obviously the teams that come at you earlier are the ones that really want you. Yes. Uh, so that's a huge part of the reason I chose Iowa State myself. But, um, you know, with that too, you get to kind of see if they really want you. So are they courting you in the process? Like are they talking to you? To, you know, they're checking on you the whole nine. So, you know, I'm, you know, kind of teaching him about the journey, but I want him to go about it at his own, you know, at his own pace. Uh, I don't want to dictate nothing. Um, 
obviously I want to know where they're calling to go, but I want to build up this uh, you know, we're trying to trying to break uh break generational curses around this thing. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? See if we can't get some kind of hype popper for the Wait, NIL stuff and you know, yeah. make it all make sense, man. I, so. like I know that's I mean, you doing your thing, man, with them. You know, that goes back to our conversation when we started in the football season about not treating your son any different and him out there, you know, getting recognized for the work that he's putting into it. So shouts out to you for, you know, um, instilling that in him. Um, you know, we all try to do that into our kids. So, so good, good job on that, sir. We appreciate you uh, for what you're doing for the community out there too, with uh, helping these young men, because they all need a, a, a sponsor. They all need a, an advocate out there in the world for them because, you know, we don't want them to fail. We don't want them to be a statistic um you know we want them to to, to be good uh contributing members of of the uh of society um for so, sure so, so i i say 100 congratulations to the young malachi for sure i mean that leverage is what the leverage is and your path is what your path is i mean we know we got the legacy with pops at iowa state but i mean if iowa state don't get off the horn but like he said, generation of curses trying to be broke around here. We got we got three letters we trying to get young fellas to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, right they, they giving yeah, away man. they giving away checks nowadays, man. giving away money. It's so weird. It is weird with this that is coming out there. It, it changes things a little bit. Like you Same know, a lot. So so then let's go back when in y'all days, if nil was around, I, I would have stayed my senior. Okay. Without a doubt. Okay. And why, 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 so, so what would be your reason behind that? Well, I, I left because my, my parents' house burned down. And um, actually burned down in February. And, and no one, this is, you remember, you know, we saw old school that we had, cell phones were just not coming out. Yeah. Like we, yep. we used to have that, that phone playing in, in the dorms where it used to be like 10 cents a minute. And we yep. thought we was balling being able to call to the crib. So yeah, nobody, did, nobody called that, uh, me. Was it like seven to nine was uh, your eight hours? <laughs> right. So, so nobody called me and let me know. You know, my mom and dad just let me focus on, you know, schooling and balling and everything like that. Of course, we had that, that good season. Like, we had that good season. Um, so I was just focusing on that. And so once we lost out, my, you know, sat down and talked to my dad and he told me what had occurred. They had actually moved out, of course, because the house had burned down and, they were living in, you know, this little two-bedroom apartment with, you know, him, my mom, and my two brothers. And so, like, then at that point, it was just uh, – he had already spoken to Coach Eustachie. Eustachie had already known. Coach Eustachie had already known. And so, like, Eustachie literally wouldn't let me stay. He was like, it's – you know, the time is now. You got to go. But, you know, I, I wanted to, without a doubt, come back. We had the same team, mm. you know, for the most part. Um but I would have come back. The NILs was in place. Please, I was been trying trying to get my COVID year, <laughs> my, my fifth, all of that. You know what I'm saying? If I can grow up, you know what I'm saying, in, in yeah. school and make hundreds of thousands like they do now, some of these kids making millions. Man, yeah. please, I would have stayed right in school. Yeah, I get some instant change. Right. Instant change to yeah. the kids and their families. Man, did you see the? Uh... The Rashida kid that turned down that Florida, the deal that he turned down with Florida. I saw that. What was I didn't see that. What was that? The man was getting, let me see, because I actually sent it to one of my boys. Well, something was, happened, didn't it? Like something happened with the deal. I don't remember. So this was it was supposed to be uh 500 k up front. 
Jeez. And after that, his payment would increase from $250,000 a month as a freshman to $291,000 a month as a sophomore, $375,000 a month as a junior. <laughs> and, if, and if he stayed his senior year, it was like something like $195 a month as, as long as he fulfilled his obligations. What? Wow. An 18-year-old kid. Wow. Like, so, yeah, like that whole breaking, you know, breaking these that, curses is real now. Listen. <laughs> Just the opportunity. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I saw, I, I don't know if it's his top three. I think it's kind of his top three. Bronny James. You know, mm-hmm. talking about Bronny James. They got Ohio State, okay. USC, and Oregon. And so mm-hmm. me and my, you know, my brothers and cousins, we got a group chat and they talking, you know, talking about it, whatever. And I said, he ain't going nowhere but Oregon. Yeah, well, it's like you just said it. That's the only thing I can think of. I, I said, yeah, well, no, no, and one of my brothers, no, nah, his dad is, you know, from from Ohio. They got ties. Oh. to listen, his dad didn't even go to Ohio State. Nope. You know, you can see he's from Ohio. He gave them the love with Ohio State. He's li- he lives in L.A. right now, so he gave USC the love with USC. That connection with Phil Knight, his daddy and Nike. His freshman year, he gonna have his own shoe. I guarantee yep. they are already starting the renderings for it. Easy, yep. Easy. Or it, so or it, it wouldn't make no sense, but to go to it yeah. wouldn't make no this the business of clutch sports not letting him go nowhere but Oregon uh-huh. because right. he's not gonna be his dad. We already know that. You know he's maybe six two. He's don't take anything away from him. He's a phenomenal player. His IQ is through the roof. Um, He's just—he's not going to have the height as, as Bryce. Bryce has already passed him. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce is going to be more like LeBron than than Bronny. But with that namesake, LeBron James Jr., he going to Oregon. Yeah, yeah, he going oh, to Oregon. He don't—he don't, he don't want to wear his dad's logo on his chest at Ohio no. State for one. No. USC, yeah, he already I ain't think of that. He—he—he he, he don't want—he don't want that. He don't think want. He want to be his own. He's right. trying to be his own dude because. He, he's already following the footsteps of his dad. Right. You know, he already he got his name. Yeah. And while and while we on his dad, shouts out LeBron, the, the kid from yeah. Akron. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, I was watching the, the me and Marcus talking about that before you got on, but I was watching the presidential address, and then um, you know, um, turn right to that game. I'm like, I was like, I don't think he's gonna score 36 tonight. I'm like, are he gonna he gonna score 30? I oh, seen I seen when he came in with the, the all black Neo yes. John on. He was I, was that filming with me? Was that like a, a rayon silk? Like I don't know what <laughs> he said. Rayon, man, they had rayon. <laughs> <laughs> I I know when I saw that steel photo. What I was doing? I was in the grocery store. I said I got to get ready to get out of here because he finna go berserk. Yeah, he finna go I, berserk. I'm like he's not gonna do. I'm like okay, they're eight exactly. points in the first quarter. I'm like okay, that's eight. <laughs> and anyway, he got see, he got he got twelve. He got twelve in the okay, second. That's, that's twenty in the that's first. That's twenty. I'm like, damn it, I, I lost. I'm like, right. I'm <laughs> he going off in like the second, in the third quarter, and like getting he it. Didn't by play the fourth, did he? Nah, he played a little bit. He played a little. Oh, bit. did okay. Yep, because he wants they still wanted to win the game because they needed they needed to win the game. But you know, it's like I saw. They were they were trying to get him them points off the bat. They weren't really playing basketball. They was yeah. like it's kind of, it was kind of like a Kobe's last game. Kobe's last they, game. They just get yeah. him the ball, let him do what he got to do. Kobe's mm-hmm. last game, give him the ball. You know, it wasn't about basketball. It was about getting right. that first 
and then right. basketball second. Because Westbrook was throwing some passes. They were throwing some passes to LeBron. <laughs> Who are you throwing it to? <laughs> throwing it to Jay-Z in the front row. Right. Like, what, like, what's going on? Yeah. But but shouts out to the King. Um, I am not going to get into the GOAT debate. I am not going to get to that debate. That's all I've seen on Twitter. All my Chicago debate. fans. Uh, <laughs> you being from Chicago. Um, I This record hasn't been broken in 40 years. It's been almost 40 years uh, since since this, this thing. Um, LeBron is a great player. I grew up in the era of Jordan. Jordan, Jordan is in my era is the greatest. Right. Um, LeBron is great. LeBron is right there. Yeah, I don't I don't say okay, he got to the finals and lost. It's a different game, it's a different world. I don't do that. They're both great in their own right. Don't compare them, like let them be great. Let right. these people be great. But like when I was looking at it, um, the closest person to LeBron in this scoring uh, title is Kevin Durant, and he has 24,000. So he still got to get another 14,000, and he's hurt accident prone. Yeah. yeah. And the top 20 are all retired. Right. Like, so outside of Kevin Durant, they're all retired, and I think the next two, um, even even uh, in contention that's, that's in playing currently, is Harden and uh, might be Harden and Westbrook. Well, we know them two not going to get there. <laughs> um, but I, I think who may have another chance to get close would be Steph. But Steph has some years, like Steph already in his 30s. Yeah. Um, I, I, it yeah. just it depends on, you know, his shooting low, how much he's going to, you know, but. Speaking of Steph, did y'all hear the, uh, the conspiracy theory about uh, Steph and LeBron? That when they were born, they were injected with some something because they're both they both were born in born Africa. right, and so they were injected with something to see what would happen. But like, it's just it's weird how people have these conspiracy theories. I'm like, and they believe them. And they do. They do. <laughs> you really believe, don't believe them? It's hey, if it's on the internet, it's true. Y'all ain't know that. It's on the internet. It's true. So that's true. <laughs> I saw a movie. A girl said that, like in the classroom. She said, "I saw it on Wikipedia, so it's true." And the, the, the professor was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> you know, you can change Wikipedia right now right. if you want." Right. To. Uh, <laughs> but but that was that was phenomenal last night. Night and Kareem passing them on the ball. <laughs> um, you know, get there, so it was, it was, it was good to see that man. People, people on Kareem, it was, it was like, man, you know, Kareem in his first half saying, "I wish he have an ACL tear right now." <laughs> <laughs> that was he did not look he happy to be there. That's for he, sure. he, he did the whole game. He did. He, he was not every time to put the camera on. He just sitting there, right, watching the clock. He he watched the scoreboard more than Bron. Like every time he scored, he yeah. looked up like. So somebody posted there like, what if LeBron had a season-ending injury that like that night, like two points shy of it? I'm like, he will come out in the cast, right. stand yeah. there, and they will get the ball. <laughs> but it's the season though. That like he's not yeah. retiring right now. He 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 can add another three or four thousand on top of this. He how many how many years you think he got? I do. I thought last year, a little bit last year, year before last, he was about to start declining. Then he did something, you know, over this last summer. And, like, he's playing now. Like, he he, he doesn't jump like he was in Miami because he's probably about 15 pounds heavier than, than he was then. Yeah. But he's moving that way. So 
you can tell he's been doing a lot of elastic work, no heavy lifting or anything like that. His body is is looking good. So he's averaging 30 mm-hmm. at, 38. at 38. It's LeBron James. If if that falls, that can literally fall off to 14 to 18 points a game with him on the floor and it's still productive. So even with that, you're going to see at least 43, 44. He he won't be he won't be I don't I don't think he'll be a top ten player I think he'll be a top ten player for the next you know three or four years uh-huh. I, I think he will decline like I I think he's still gonna do some things you know he's still gonna be the top five player he's always gonna be there but I think he's gonna start to do his role playing and start to back up a little bit I think again because like you said he wants to play with Bronny right um, that's kind of where he wants to do and see where that goes but um, you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a rumor on his podcast yeah he bought a Michael Jackson's hyperbolic chamber so. Um, that's been sitting in storage. So he bought that. Nope, that's those are something. real. But I, I know, but he bought Michael Jackson's because Michael Jackson's is like, I, hey, Michael. <laughs> you know, Kendall <laughs> Gill had one of those. I mean, but but he's he a chamber. Chamber. yeah. But when you have the money like that and you can get right your, your training together, your right. nutrition together, like you know, that made me want to go buy ladder uh protein because I'm like, oh, LeBron taking ladder protein. Right. I mean, that's going to help and, me do something. It must and, help me stay young or something. It's going to help and, me do something. And I tell <laughs> people all the right time. Put this name on. I'm, about, I'm about to go buy me a tonal. Hey, man, let me put this tonal in my house. You know? I tell, I tell people all the time, I get it. <clears throat> they love to say, he spends $2 million a year on his body. He got some companies where he's getting tax benefits from oh, that. Right. Like, like we, we get it. It's, it's house money. You know, yes. Drake, Drake bet 1.5 million on Drake got a hundred million in the bank. He could bet 1.5. Let, yes. let me see the guy who, you know, got 1.5 million in the bank and he betting at 1.5 and then he's winning. Those yes. are the type of people I want to see you talk yes. about. Yes. You know, when you got the, when you got the house money and you got the money to do that, then it's just all the time. Some who have the money don't do that. You know, they take the money and. Yes. Go hang out with a little baby and all that stuff. So it's yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, like right now, it's not even like those chips don't even have numbers to him. They're just, they're just no. chips. I'm, I'm here go five purple chips. Like they right. don't mean the same as when I go to Vegas or I go to casino and I'm like, oh, that red chip is five dollars. Going more than that one. Uh, I'll put two of them out there. Go ten bucks. You know, <laughs> you know I, and then once like you get up, yeah, when you playing with that house money, you can take some, you can take some risk. But again, as much money as he has. You know, to for this longevity for him to like, you know, for his, for his career, he didn't get hurt until like what three years ago was the first time like he really had a like it, growing where yep and yeah. that's where it's kind of started, but right. then he came back better. And like you mm-hmm. look at it right now, thirty eight years old, uh, all star next next week, um, and he is still averaging thirty. Right, twenty years in the game, like you said, averaging thirty. He's so, he's averaging over thirty. Yeah, at the age of thirty eight, and. And, and and to talk about the record, like you understand, like us us players as NBA players never thought that was going to be touched. We thought Kobe had a chance, the volume, how he scores. You know, we looked and was like, well, maybe MJ. Then when you know MJ started declining or whatever, we knew he. But we thought Kobe had a chance, and then after that. Braun was so far behind Kobe at that time. We was like, eh, we don't know. Then he started getting closer. The game changed, and you know they started shooting more threes and all that different stuff. And his average stayed up there, and it was like, man, this might be a thing. And then as he got closer and closer, like the way his body looked, he's absolutely going to hang around until he does. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah, I think. I mean, he wants to make everything untouchable. He's going. He's he's doing this thing, man. I mean, youngest to ten, youngest to twenty, youngest to thirty. You know, right, thousand like every. And people want to say, well, it's the young, the longevity, but five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen. Every time they say these number of points, they say the youngest ever. So he was doing them quickly. It wasn't yeah. like he's been in here for 25, 30 years, and now he's just not getting 15,000 points. And then another 20 years, and now he got 20,000 points. He's the youngest ever to get to those numbers. You got to think yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Bro, we're, we're up by three. I, yeah. I know. And we were we were looking horrible. We were, down. Like, we were we were looking horrible. I thought, I was like, man, I do not want to do this podcast right now live during this game. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking about it like I'm like man can I cancel this tonight but <laughs> uh-huh. but yeah nine minutes to go and we up it's gonna be a high scoring game though but um like yeah like just like that LeBron like that game last night it was set what it was 76 to 66 or something like that at the end of the uh first half yes I, I saw that first I saw half. Hey, man they got <laughs> they got 70 some points I yeah. think they got 70 some points and OKC is leading yeah. Going into the it was all star game. It was all star. Just running around, heaving it up. Like here you go, give it back to Brian. Let's jack oh, it up. <laughs> so before we take our next break and actually talk about Iowa State basketball, you know, um, I do want to say I want to before I go play our our, our ad for a Brown Dogs Farm. I'll play that here in a minute. But just an update on we as we've been talking about football too. Update on uh, Brock Purdy. He will be having his surgery on the twenty second. Um, so, uh, in two weeks, basically from two weeks from the day, actually, uh, so he will be having that, that surgery. Um, so we wish him well on that. Um, I think, I think he is going to have a Tommy John, right? Uh, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and that's what we had, you know, and, and shouts out to Getty for getting on with us, but it was good to have Getty on here, uh, last week. And I text him, um, after we got done, he's like, man, that was fun. Um, but good having him on here. Like he couldn't talk about the injury because it's more of a baseball injury when that the way that was. But he was, you know, he, he gave us the insight of how he can get back and get better, and you know how he got to strength chain that and his uh and his mental. So uh, shouts out to Getty for getting on last week and uh, and nurse and all that. So um, you know, shouts out to that. But uh, as we transition, we got one more ad to play before we get into this Iowa State basketball sixty to fifty nine with uh, eight fifty to go. And we want to get another message from our sponsor. So here's our message from Brown Dogs Farms. Take a listen to this. Brown Dogs Farm are Norwalk, Iowa made hot sauces and dressings. Brown Dogs Farm was born out of the dream to emulate the simple life of Rob's grandparents, who inspired him with their hard work and abundant gardens. Rob and Amanda set out to create a unique blend of fruit and pepper that would satisfy the part of the brain that craves great flavor without sacrificing the spice of the peppers. Sweet, but still packing heat. With combinations like jalapeno green apple, habanero peach, cherry rhubarb reaper, and other great flavor combinations, there is a spice and flavor that is right for any party or get together. BDF also has homemade versions of their classic and spicy ranch that are one of a kind. You can order all of those and more online at www.browndogsfarm.com and ask your local grocery to stock up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, let's uh, shout out to them. Um, this updates on them April 14th to the 16th. They're going to be at the middle of the map tattoo convention at Hy-Vee Hall in Des Moines. So they'll be there all weekend serving up some some good uh, some good food. 
Um, and then in 2023, this year on Saturdays, they will be at the downtown farmers market in Des Moines, uh, Des Moines from seven to noon. So check them out. Shouts out to them. Uh, when I get back, I got to get some more sauce. Um, and so I saw a post on a little collie. I think they have like a little collie. He's a cute little dog they had on uh, on one of their uh, Twitter or something like that. So I, I got the now I got the brown dogs connection. Uh, <laughs> so no, shouts out to them. So thanks y'all for sponsoring us. Wanted to give y'all y'all love there. Um, Appreciate it. Yes, yes. So um, Kansas, we lost to them by two when we shouldn't have lost. No. And then and then we came back and beat them the next time by by 17, 15. Uh, but Kansas, ain't, I mean, it's Kansas the powerhouse that they were. I'm not taking away our win. We 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 are the, I think we are, okay, so I, I read a stat. I'm not looking at nothing on the screen. I read this stat and I remember this. Iowa State beat four ranked opponents this year. I think four top 10. And that's the first four time in the right. whole era that a school has beat four top 10s in a season. So we just hit set history this year already. Um. And Kansas lost a couple games, you know, go back and forth. This this Big 12 is so damn tough. Um, so tough. Um, and, you know, right now with West Virginia, we're in the mm-hmm. battle of West Virginia because ain't, ain't no slouches in this conference at all. Right. When they say nine of us is going to go to uh, – eight or eight of us are going to go to the champion to the uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, we beat, on, we beat on Kansas. You know, we had some – you know, we go back and forth. It's like we had these, these uh, measures of greatness. We had these – great visions of greatness and then we do something that just don't look right so what what y'all seeing what you talk, what you seeing mark i mean i mean a suni i've been hearing his name more he's been doing a few things mm-hmm. what what are you what are you thinking about this well i mean it is the big 12 so you know to get a, a home win is definitely big to get a, a, a road win is is really really tough so um i think i tweeted i said you know what at this point in time, we expect to beat Kansas. We don't look to beat Kansas. We expect to beat them. Not winning on the road and, and Lawrence, you know, was was a was a tough loss, but everybody expected them to win at home, um, just like we expect to win at home. So the game against Kansas at home was definitely a good game. To see a blowout win like that, to see the guys playing extremely well, um, it was just a balanced attack across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then, you know, we also have games where we're playing West Virginia, who has – three wins in the conference and we're down by one with eight minutes to go. So yes. it's, it's, it's one of those things that you just gotta, you know, go in and engage, you know, how the wind blows when you, you step out on the floor, not going to put it on the referees, not going to put it on, you know, rankings or anything like that, because that really don't matter at this time of year. You're just trying to get yourself in a position. I mean, we went to the sweet 16 last year, not being ranked. So, that's a big thing for us to uh, be able to accomplish that. And we just got to finish it out. Yeah. Finish it out big time. What you think, Brent? <clears throat> I've been seeing a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of Tame Ellipsy, man. I think he provides so much to us when he does decide to go. I know he had an off night. Was it against Kansas? Or no. Was against no, Kansas? he had like he had like nine, eight, and eight against Kansas, something like that. He played well against Kansas. It was one game. He had an off night. It, it was it was uh, Texas Tech. Was it? Te- it was Tech. It was yeah, Texas Tech. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, just seeing him and his his evolution is kind of it's exciting to watch, but it's uh, 
you know, it's kind of promising too, because right. it's like the kid locks in and it helps us out quite a bit and homes coming along. But I mean, that home and away, man, it's always tough to win on somebody else's court as is. Yeah. Like you said, the expectation is to win at home. So, um, you know, we tend to kind of, you know, we, we bubble up a little bit at everybody else's spot. So I don't know if that's an energy thing or a focus thing or what, but, you know, I know crowds always play a major factor in, in sports anyway. So, you know, being able to take them out of it some kind of way is always, uh, you know, a perk for us. But so that's, I mean, that's tough, man. <laughs> it's tough to do anywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? But, and when you talk about him, so he's averaging seven points, five assists, 3.4 rebounds, 1.9 steals, and 2.1 turnovers a game. He's the only player in the country averaging those numbers this season mm-hmm. and just the 17th in the last 10 years to do so. So as the guard, as, as our, as our, as our guy with the, with the ball, he is doing his thing there. So um, yeah. you know, he is, he is, he's, he's holding up his end of the bargain, you know, being a transfer in this new system, all this stuff, he's, he's doing his thing. Um, and so we, I mean, we, we, we shot, we shot him out because, you know, without him, you know, he shot, he shows these sparks. When I be yeah. seeing some of these sparks he does, I'm just like, okay, I like him. I like this kid. He's uh he's doing his thing. So um, yeah, he, he's 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 a true floor general. Like he reminds me a lot of of how Jock Vaughn used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, he he gives us some flashes of him scoring it, but he's not a scoring point guard. He knows that he's a point guard, so he runs the ball club extremely well. He makes some yeah. great passes. He doesn't have the greatest length. You know, yeah. um, uh, that's my workout alarm. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Um, <laughs> Seven, it's six o'clock. o'clock for you, you know. Yeah. It's telling you to do something. But anyways, uh, uh, he's he's a good floor floor general. Um, he he definitely, you know, take take care of the ball, get us in the right position, things like that. Um, you know, the the upperclassmen try to rattle him a little bit, things, but he he's very you know even kill a lot of times. Um, the 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 lights don't get too big for him. Kansas, Texas Tech, whoever um, playing against Missouri. He's figuring it out in his first year of running the ball club. And um, he's done a lot better than I expected, you know, as a true freshman. Like, people don't – like, my freshman year, they, oh, you you did – man, I didn't know what the hell I was doing my freshman year. I was just hooping. I yeah, was just hooping. Fast, like, it, it, it wasn't nothing of a structure of a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, Floyd went to the pros and Larry Stacey came in and – and that coaching staff came in, they showed me the difference of being just a hooper and being an actual player. And there's so much technical stuff that you got to do to be locked in on. And um, I think he's going to make those tremendous strides between this year going into next. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Um, you know, and hopefully he stays around and keeps performing like this because we have, um, what do we got next? We got Oklahoma State at home and then we have uh tcu at home so those are our next games um saturday and then um next week uh on wednesday so um you know they're 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 showing these lights they're playing ball i'm, I'm trying to look right now ah you know this some bad calls i mean some bad bad plays not bad calls bad plays but um, you know, I'm proud of these boys this year being ranked going into the to the um the tournament we're we're getting close we got, a, we got a month left of basketball before the uh, Big 12 tournament. So, um, you know, we we win this game tonight. We're still tied for number one in the uh, Big 12. So, you know, this, this game means a lot to us. 
Um, all the games mean a lot, actually, but this game <laughs> means a lot to us. But I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. Um, I'm excited for all the things that that they are are showing to us. Um, you know, everybody was a little skeptical this year. They're like, we got too many transfers. We had a top six, top six uh, recruiting class this this year. Uh, but again, it was a recruiting class. It was a lot of transfers, a lot of you know transfers in. So playing a new system, playing for a new coach, um, a lot of a lot of names that I, I was like, you know, I don't know who these cats are, yeah. but they're they're showing me who they are. So. Um, you know, so it's and it's hard doing a cast when we try to watch the game because everybody, <laughs> all, of, all of us looking back, you know, <laughs> down a little bit. So I, I got mine on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this this episode, people, you know, we we glad y'all joined in. We've been on for a minute. Um, you know, I got to go back to the kids, but uh, we didn't talk a lot about basketball because not a lot to talk about because we're doing good. Um, but we did talk about some personal things. Talked about you know. Uh, what we want to see, we did talk about, um, you know, you know, our thoughts on some things, but we we happy that you're listening to us. We're happy that we got our sponsors and, and Brown Dogs Farm and Revelton. We're happy that uh, that Ship and them are, are supporting us from the Three Beers Media uh, group. We want to we want to shout out some of our other, you know, Hot Mess Happy Hour. Uh, if you haven't seen Ship, he has a 15 minute like thoughts of Ship every every day. Uh, and so he's doing his thing on there. But we appreciate y'all listening to us. We appreciate y'all um, supporting us. Um, Cyclones forever. Uh, go state. We're gonna we're gonna ride out to a little sweet Caroline as we as we do it. But no, we uh, we appreciate it. So we'll holler at y'all next week. Do your thing. What y'all got to say out? Be easy. Be easy. Be safe. Where it began. <laughs>